0: Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode here on Ambitious AF. It is Friday, which means we have another interview. And this is another inspiring woman that I met through the power of Instagram. Gotta love the gram. (laughs) And her name is Rachel. So, Rachel is a mindset life coach. However, similar to me, she uh, recently has embarked on this amazing endeavor and she went from saleswoman to in corporate world to having her own business as a life coach. So I'm really excited to talk to her. She is from the UK. I obviously love her accent <laughs> and I'm eager to just kind of dive into her journey and uh, see what kind of motivation and inspiration she has for everyone. So without further ado, Rachel, if you wanna say hi and just kind of give everyone a a background on who you are and how you started your business sure thank you thank you so much Caroline it's absolutely fantastic to be here on the podcast
1: and uh, I'm quite privileged to be surrounded by other successful and ambitious women so mm-hmm. thank you so much I'm yeah. really thrilled um, as you suggested, I um I have certainly made a transition fairly recently from corporate world to business. Um, but one of the things I want to start with is, you know, I hear a lot of these interviews being opened with phrases such as, I always knew I wanted to be my own boss, mm. or you know, I felt called cool to be an entrepreneur. And I just want to start by saying that was not the case for me. Okay. <laughs> it really was not. I mean. I was completely different, the exact opposite, really. I um, I grew up pretty risk-averse um, and with a family who were quite split on their beliefs on how work should go and, and how sort of finding your dream career should go. So on one hand, I had my dad telling me, you know, you need to get out there and graft every day and, you know, you'll have a good standard of living then. And then I had my mum um who believed I would only be successful if I got a university degree and went into a career from there. So, um, oh, by the way, I'm really sorry. I realised I just used some British slang there. So mm-hmm. graft, if you haven't heard that word before, is um, a Northern England term and it's slang for like working really hard. Okay, yeah, oh, I love that. <laughs> I love that. In case you've not heard that one before. Um, But yeah, so for me, I, I found out a fairly early age, around 15, that I wasn't that academic and I just couldn't see myself going to university. Um, so unfortunately, it was grafting on the agenda for me. <laughs> um, I remember in my early 20s, sort of mid-20s, having three jobs and literally working day and night just to afford the rent on my flat and wondering if it would always be like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, getting into the right career that could really push me professionally, um, but also scale me, you know, to, to come out of my shell and really see my potential was really important to me. Yeah. Um, and I was really lucky to fall into a role um, in around 2013 in IT sales, um, which is not something I can tell you, Caroline, that I've had on my list of dream jobs. (laughs) But actually, I love it. And it really felt like for the first time, I could progress, you know, things were really looking up once I got into that role. And I could see a great career stretching ahead of me. Um, So it was really great for me to work in that industry. And a couple of years later, the job actually gave me an opportunity to move down to London. So Um, As Caroline mentioned, I'm I'm from the UK, but I'm in the north. And it's absolutely world apart, to be honest, in terms of um, a lot of the time corporate culture. And it was a really big opportunity for me to move to London. And the thing about this move for me was for the first time, rather than sort of hiding behind a phone in a desk, like I'd been doing most of my career so far, I'd actually been meeting clients face-to-face and presenting and pitching product ranges. And it was really taking things to the next level for me. And i tell you all this because this is really what led me into what my passion is today, which Mm -hmm. is personal development. Um, You know, the thought of presenting and pitching and that sort of thing actually made me feel ill, but I was so determined to do it um, and as I say, this is where my journey really began, because I'd remembered reading the book, The Secret, the mm. year before. And I'm sure many of you all read it, but it, it, it has been referred to as like a gateway drug into digital <laughs> development before. And it, it kind of was for me as well. And um, I sort of said to myself, how can I best prepare for this job to make sure that mm-hmm. I do it exceptionally well and that I'm not held back? by my own fears of, of, you know, standing in front of people. And so after many hours spent on Google, <laughs> standard, mm-hmm. um, I decided to work with a hypnotherapist. Uh, it's not something I'd ever done before, and I didn't know anyone that had done that before either. Um, But I really wanted to improve my anxiety and the fears around this topic. Um, And once I'd done a few sessions with the hypnotherapist I I saw in Harley Street in London, I couldn't believe the results. You know, for me, I was finally on the right trajectory. I was feeling good about things and I just couldn't stop thinking, what else can I change about my life? Not in a way as, you know, I want to transform into a different person, but I felt that there was so much more potential for me to improve other areas of my life because Mm -hmm. the first thing that I'd done, you know, it worked so well. Um, So this is where my my obsession with personal development began. And, you know, you should see my Instagram in these days. I Literally, I was following every motivational quote account Mm -hmm. you can think on Instagram, I was doing online courses here and there. I um, actually joined a, a public speaking group locally here as well to try and get some more hands-on experience outside of my corporate role. I was doing workshops on a weekend. It, it, I couldn't get enough of it. And I just felt like, it was like prior to that moment, I hadn't really had a passion or an interest And it was like something had shifted inside of me. And all of a sudden, everywhere I looked, all I could see was opportunity. And, you know, I I loved traveling around, visiting my customers and creating fantastic experiences for them. Whereas before, you know, that that thought had terrified me. Mm -hmm. So it was a really strange time for me and, and a fantastic time because I felt that whilst I was, you know, going from strength to strength in my corporate career... I was also having these thoughts about, well, you know, what else could I do? What mm-hmm. next? Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I think this was around the time that I had a really strange time where I became a bit fixated around saving money. Um, now, prior to this, i just got married and and bought a house. And so, I, to be honest, I was absolutely sick and tired of saving money, but mm-hmm. I just became <laughs> fixated with it again, and I couldn't really work out why I'd be frantically working out like a quarterly savings plan to see you know how much I could get saved away and I didn't have anything in particular that I wanted it for which is really quite strange and I actually think now that it was intuition guiding me for what I was looking Mm. to do in the future but that said all all in all things were great at that time Um, everything was going great within my career and then 2020 happened, mm. so I don't I don't know anybody who hasn't been significantly impacted, mm-hmm. unfortunately, by last year. Um, so COVID arrived in the UK and all the offices shut. So I know that obviously around the world people have had different experiences of um, you know restrictions and and rules around that. But we had our first lockdown um, starting from March in 2020, and all the offices shut. There was no more customer meetings, mm. and it was like part of my role and identity in my corporate career had just gone overnight. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still, I was still speaking to customers. You know, doing Zoom meetings and that sort of thing. But something had gone. Like, some the spark had gone for me, um, and I was incredibly lucky really, to continue working full-time throughout that year because I know so many people, unfortunately, were, you know, they weren't, they lost their jobs or they were on temporary leave. Um, so whilst I was still working full-time, I had a lot more time on my hands. So this kept, it, just got the cogs wearing. I began mm-hmm. journaling more regularly, um, mm-hmm. wanting to establish what my values were, really, because where I'd got to was already further than my own expectations as a child. You know, I'd already done a lot better in my career than I thought. And I started to think that maybe the goals that I'd had before weren't representing the values that I had anymore. So um, I just, I started looking at my values in a bit more detail. And one thing that I realised from having a lot more time at home and not being out in the car and, You know, spending a lot of time on the road was that freedom was right at the top of that list, Mm. Um, alongside the desire to help others have great customer experiences from me. Um, And of course, to continue along the personal development route, you know, I wanted to consistently progress. And I started to think perhaps going down the corporate route really wasn't going to align with those values anymore, Um, which I'm sure you've had a similar experience, Mm -hmm. you know, there becomes that time where you think, it's good, but is this truly what I want?
0: Um,
1: So, yeah, it was a strange time. I I began filling my online space with people who were really like-minded, you know, really wanting to kind of help out people um, and, and change people's perceptions and it gave me so much clarity and I found that I really resonated with a lot of the coaches that I was following online Mm. and this is how obviously a long-winded story but this is how I got to wanting to to get into coaching I'd already actually started um, an online coaching certification just in my spare time more as a as a hobby, because I was interested in mindset and and how the mind worked, mm-hmm. um, but I hadn't really made the connection that that's what I wanted to do. And the strangest thing was, I had this glimmer of a pl- like this glimmer of a plan, and this formed without any warning. It actually, I was quite surprised to be honest, because I just woke up one day and I made a significant investment in. Um, course showing you how to mm. build an online business mm-hmm. um, and at the time I, I just thought I, I really want to do this mm-hmm. you know I, I wanted to to find out how to build the business but also said so I realized that I wanted to find the women out there that didn't make that leap before or didn't go for that job or didn't do something because they'd been held back by fear or lack of self-belief or anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I knew that there were so many people out there that had possibly been in the situation that I had where they'd come to a crossroads and had a choice that they could go all in and really try and strip everything back and work out how they could improve um, to, to scale their careers or just shy away and avoid it because they'd be scared of it. And I just, I, I thought that that would be a fantastic way for me to provide a great service to people. Mm-hmm. So that's where I've got to. So mm-hmm. my coaching business, um, Rachel Harriet Coaching, I think I mentioned to you, Caroline, it, it basically focuses on, three main pillars and these pillars are characteristics that I've recognized within people within the corporate world who have been extremely successful. So the mindset is the first pillar, obviously, you know, getting ahead of those limiting beliefs, Mm -hmm. making sure that you know that it's on track with what you want to do um, and truly believing in yourself. And Mm -hmm. with that, comes confidence so having the right mindset to me breeds confidence it helps you decide that you can go forward on what you do and then the final pillar is communication because I think that so much of what we do can be misconstrued in different ways and Mm. we often believe that we are showing the value that we're delivering on a daily basis but we don't tell anyone Mm -hmm. you know we just we do, we work away, and I'm not saying that the value's not there, but if no one sees what you're doing, how is anyone going to recognise that? So mm-hmm. it's really about making sure that you feel comfortable to toot your own horn, <laughs> you know, as, as the phrase goes. Um. So, yeah, I'm absolutely thrilled to be doing this. It, it feels so luxurious to be able to, to be doing
0: things that I love to do and I'm so passionate about as my full-time job. Oh, yeah that I can just see uh, and hear your passion in all of that. And I think kind of going back a little bit to, um, you know, working corporate and back on to how you were saying, it's not like it was a horrible job, right? It's It, it was a, a job, but you just kind of had this realization that Hmm, maybe I'm meant to do something else. Maybe I'm meant to do something past this corporate life. Maybe I'm meant to impact people a different way or my own way. And, and then really just diving in and saying, I think the biggest thing is saying like, okay, I'm going to trust in myself and I'm going to run with this. Because I think a lot of people, especially with COVID now, unfortunately, um, we're stuck in jobs that we have just lost passion with. And honestly, I think as you age, um, the things that you're passionate in, they're going to change, right? It's like how your skin changes every seven years. (laughs) I think um, (laughs) as you age, you get married, you have children potentially, um, you move to a different location, you either work different jobs, you start a different business, um, you find out that you're passionate in something and maybe you're not as passionate in, in what you were doing before and that's totally fine. But I think... The biggest thing is just trusting in yourself, not what everyone says around you, <laughs> but trusting in yourself and going after whatever that passion is, because it, like you, it could turn into something huge because you're now like, oh, I can impact the world this way. I'm super, super excited to be doing this. I feel fulfilled and I'm just like ready to crush it. <laughs> yeah, you're so
1: right. And the strangest thing is, I, i talked briefly and didn't actually clarify what i meant by this but i talked briefly about going through this stage where i was screwing money away and i you know i was really keen to do that but i couldn't work out what it was for and then when it came down to it i realized actually you know, I've got a couple of months to wage in the bank. So this actually gave me that freedom to make mm. the decision mm-hmm. to, to leave my corporate job and not mm-hmm. have to worry about the financial implications, which I know hold a lot of people back. Mm-hmm. And it was really strange because I truly believe it was like those intuitive nudges mm. all along the way, just helping you prepare for that time where you could just go, right, let's go all in. Mm-hmm. And um, another thing to mention about sort of transferring from, working in the corporate world to, to being a business owner is one of the things for me was I know a lot of people sort of do both at the same time. So they'll have like a side hustle and they'll get mm-hmm. it to a certain stage. And then, you know, they want to to look at, okay, I can now break away. Mm-hmm. That didn't work for me. I'd have loved it to, <laughs> but I'm so emotionally connected to all work that I do. I felt that it just wasn't right for me to not be all in, on A, my corporate job, because, Mm -hmm. you know, I respect the organization I work for and I I loved working there. And I found that if I ever tried to do anything on my business that was significant, it just, it didn't come to me as naturally. I knew that I needed a clean slate and to be all in. So yeah, it's strange. It works differently for different people. Mm -hmm. um, But that's how it worked for me.
0: Yeah. And I, I would love to talk on that a little bit more because I think, To your point, people are 1000% scared to leave the security of their job and then they're also, you know, they have these limiting beliefs and uh, that little (laughs) person inside their head screaming at them like, you're crazy for leaving such a good (laughs) job that pays well, you have all these benefits and here you are going to just leap into your own business uh, without healthcare, without 401Ks, you have to have your own payroll, your own taxes. And I think a lot of people, uh, also to your point, they're more comfortable with the idea if, okay, I'm just gonna work my corporate, I'm gonna bust my butt working literally both jobs because When you're starting a business, it's like the same amount of hours as you are 40 hours a week corporate. Um, But now you just have to figure out, okay, if I go to a corporate nine to five, Monday through Friday, I have to work on my job in the mornings or at night. And it's completely exhausting. I did this for um, a while because I was under the mindset of I can't leave my corporate until I replace my income. But then yeah. I like woke up and I was like, what? I'm nuts. Like, I will burn myself out so quick, and then my energy won't actually be on top of running my business. So, my business will actually fail unless I get rid of my corporate life because. You know, I know that it's already growing. I can see the growth. And if I keep at it and I'm I'm passionate in it, just like I am right now, there's no way it's gonna fail. And so I kind of switched that mentality because I realized if I kept doing this and burning myself out, it was gonna do no good to my clients in my own business as well to my as well as my overall business growth. Um mm-hmm. so I yeah I just wanted to kind of touch base more on that and um just maybe your thoughts around um why people feel like they kind of have to juggle both um and then some suggestions on just you know taking that leap of faith in yourself I think for me and others that I have witnessed I think people
1: are trying to get validation from the people around them mm. and so by trying to get to the same level with, or or some sort of income from the side hustle and inverted commas, they can then justify it to other people, their husband, their parents, you know, anybody else that might have something to say about them doing that. They can say, well, I've proved the concept. Mm -hmm. So I think that that's one of the reasons why a lot of people want to do that, because they are nervous about people believing in them, which is just it's such a shame in a way that they think that because I often think that if you just sit down and explain, look, I've researched the concept. I know there's a market out there. I'm so passionate about doing mm-hmm. it. You know, I think that everybody would be more than accommodating, but I do truly believe that it it, it almost
0: isn't for you. It's for the people around mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know, people around you it's definitely a lot of pressure um i mean even to the point where and i remember doing this i started blocking people on facebook um that were uh in my job so because i didn't want them to like find out that i was juggling both (laughs) and again i remember that realization and i was like like no who cares right like i'm so proud of what i built and i started like unblocking everyone (laughs) And uh, it's definitely a a thought process of, you know, those around you, what are they going to think of you? Um, Are they going to shame you because they think you're nuts for leaving a corporate job? Or are they going to be totally supportive? Um, And I also think, you know, you are who you surround yourself by, um, which is one of the reasons I love having these interviews, because I'm surrounding myself with ambitious entrepreneurs like yourself. and it's people like you that keep pushing me forward and hopefully keep pushing all of our listeners forward. And I think, you know, if you do have people that are just uh, nagging you on, you know, why do you want to do this? You can't leave corporate and all those negative connotations around launching your own business, starting your own business, you know, you have to kind of come back together and think of who is it that you're surrounding yourself by? Because when you're starting a business, it's hard it could be super lonely, it's confusing, it's frustrating, but it's so rewarding. And you've got to surround yourself with people that you can shoot a DM and you're like, oh my gosh, I just hit like my first client. And they're just totally ecstatic. And they're completely supportive of you. Um, and you surround yourself with people who are willing to come on your podcast and to share your posts and your ideas, right? So I think it's a lot of just coming back together and then uh, looking at who you're surrounding yourself with and then surrounding yourself with more like-minded people <laughs> yeah 100% and I think that community plays a massive part in mm. sparing you along as you sort of suggested
1: then because I, I mentioned that you know throughout my journey I started filling my online space with people who are like-minded there's absolutely no way I would have done this without having examples of people who, you know, were absolutely crushing it or just having people that are the same mindset as you Mm -hmm. and they're a supportive network. It's crazy now when you look at you know, all the connections you can make online and you watch their progress and you're supporting them. And it, it's strange. It's like you've got a whole host of new friends that you'll probably never meet, but you know more about each other's <laughs> businesses and, and that sort of thing, because
0: that's what you choose to interact about. Mm.
1: Um, and I think that is just so powerful.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is powerful. And it, it's also uh, reassuring to know that there's other people like you going through the same steps the same mindset, the same business strategies uh, that can continue to support you and then you continue to support them. So even though you might not meet physically, you can meet virtually <laughs> uh, the <with laughs> power of the internet. <laughs> Absolutely. So I, I always ask this question um, because mainly the title and the whole message behind Ambitious AF, but Um, I always get a different response, and that's probably why I love asking it so much. So when it comes to being an ambitious person or having ambition, what does that mean to you, or uh, what do you think of when you hear that you are an ambitious person? It's an interesting one. I think
1: ambition for me is somebody who is a goal setter, and it doesn't matter what that goal is somebody who's committed to carrying it out seeing it through but continues to strive for more success beyond that and what do you know I think the main problem is the perceived characteristics of an ambitious person don't always fit our perception of Mm -hmm. ourselves and both are perceptions not reality Mm -hmm. so let's just get that straight but when I previously when I was growing up. I wouldn't categorise myself as ambitious. I would always say I was sort of on the shy side of ambitious. Mm -hmm. And if there is anybody out there that's thinking I wouldn't identify as ambitious, it's just not the case. You know, as long as you've got a drive to move yourself forward and you can set goals and doesn't matter how long it takes to get to, you know, success with that goal or how small or large the goal may be you know that is what ambition is to me and i th- i think that previously you know people would think about ambition and it would be a guy in a suit working mm-hmm. in the city and mm-hmm. commanding a boardroom mm-hmm. space and it's just it's just really outdated it's it's not true and i think that it's great to see like we we're just talking about the internet connecting
0: everybody uh, and seeing these perceptions changing Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, one of the reasons I landed on the name of the podcast because, um, you know, ambition means so much in so many different ways. I didn't ever realize that some people view it more in a negative way because they just associate like someone who's just working way too hard has loads of money is greedy um and just doesn't have time to enjoy life um, and or time with friends and family And I was like, no, I don't really think like to me that that's not what an ambitious person is at all. Like an ambition, ambitious person could be completely broke. But to your point, if they have this goal in mind and they work hard every single day to accomplish that, that is an ambitious person. So I'm trying to kind of like reword or I guess rephrase what ambitious means to people, um, especially In women because um, sometimes we have to work a lot harder to achieve things compared to others and I think uh, there are so many strong ambitious women out there like yourself who are just taking no not an answer (laughs) they're just running with their gut they're running with their intuition Uh, they're running with whatever feels good to them and and I want more women like you and like everyone I interview on here to just, you know, break free and, and voice their opinion and help more ambitious people rise up. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. I think it's such an important message. And I think this podcast is, you know, hugely successful in doing that. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So, um, before we kind of start wrapping up, um, I also have another question And this is, I guess, more for everyone listening to this. Uh, If you, and I guess, depending on uh, maybe you say something, a phrase or something to your clients now, but what is that one piece of advice, if you could kind of narrow it to one, um, what is that one piece of advice you have for fellow corporate life uh, job workers or, you know, people that want to start their business, but they're just holding themselves back. They're a little bit afraid. They're a little bit intimidated. They're also a bit frustrated and they almost want to give up. But of course, there's that little ambition in them that keeps them (laughs) saying like, keep going. So what is that one piece of advice you have for people like that?
1: It's difficult to narrow it down to
0: one. I think for me, one thing that I would say to
1: anybody about anything is my mantra is, if you don't like it, change it. And if you don't change it, accept it, because acceptance is is really important if if you don't feel like it's something that you truly want to change. But either way, you tend to get a bit of clarity. And I think that for, for anyone out there who is thinking about a business but has no idea what to do or how to do it, doesn't know anyone with the business, it's just the best thing to do is to have a look online because there is just this whole world that will unfold in front of you. You know, the amount of fantastic resources like this podcast, like other podcasts, and the amount of free training that there is available online from really talented, ambitious people is just absolutely there at your fingertips. Um, So if you haven't already, just have a look online. Just Google Mm free webinar on this or
0: podcast on this. And you'll be so surprised at what unfolds. Mm, I love that. That's actually a really good advice. I I don't even think I've ever told anyone to, you know, still rely on Google. I mean, because Google will literally open your eyes. And there are so many, like even um, Amy Porterfield, she still runs challenges and free masterclasses. And she's a huge online guru. Um, Angie Lee, I know She's more in Instagram and selling on Instagram, but she always runs online uh, classes and stuff. You're absolutely right. There's tons and tons of resources out there. Um, You just got to trust in yourself to go do it. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much, Rachel, for, for everything and for coming on here. And before we wrap up, please tell everyone where they can find you, where they can reach out to you and or contact you. Yeah, great. So um, I'm on Instagram and
1: that's Rachel Harriet Coaching. Um, I'm online on my website as well and that's rachelharrietcoaching.co.uk. Um, and as I went through, I offer coaching. And if there is anybody who is looking to have a chat about it and doesn't really know much about it or looked into it before, I offer free discovery calls. So please do get in touch if there's anything I can support with.
0: Awesome. Thank you. And I will link everything in the descriptions as well. So anyone listening, just go read the bottom description and click away and please go contact Rachel with any questions or let her know you listened to this episode and uh, you want to learn more about how she works with people. So thank you again, Rachel. Is there any last uh, minute words for anyone before we sign off?
1: (laughs) I don't think so. No. All I'd say is just keep listening guys because there's going to be some fantastic inspirational people coming on for the interviews
0: and it's just great to see everybody tuning in and expanding their horizons. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Rachel, everyone listening. I hope you have an amazing day and seriously go after what you want. Don't let anything hold you back. Just go, go with the flow, go with what your gut is telling you. And, um, live a happier life. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you got some value or just feel fired up, I would love for you to take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram stories. It's always so motivating to see you getting the inspiration you needed to level up for my podcast. I'm going to keep showing up and bringing my best self to these episodes, and I encourage you to do the same. If you think a friend or family member would enjoy this episode, I would love for you to share the ambition. I can't wait to chat next week, but until then, keep being ambitious AF.